0: This is CourageCast. More power, less fear, so you can make a difference. Well, Keeley, I want to welcome you to this uh, Millennial Mastermind. It's truly an honor. You were, you were the only one, the first one, that I wanted to invite to our Mastermind. This is our second Mastermind, and uh, we've just been... Hugely impressed with what you've been able to do on Instagram. Um, How long have you been on Instagram? When did you start? Um,
1: So I've been in doTERRA for about six and a half years. And I started my Instagram probably about mm, three to four months after I started teaching classes locally. And it just kind of started as like a little side hobby. I actually started because I was teaching so many classes and kept getting text messages at work of what oils did you say to use for X, Y, and Z, like sore throats or to help my baby sleep or whatever. And so I just, at that time, we didn't have the essential life book. We had the modern essentials book Um, and not everyone had it. And there wasn't a ton of content online. And so I just wanted to create a resource actually for my own enrollments. And so I just started sharing tips and tricks over on Instagram and it has grown completely organically.
0: That's amazing. Now, did you have kind of a health story before you, you got like, what got you into using the product and did you get in right away and say, I want to help others and I want to build a business with doTERRA?
1: Yeah, so I got started. um, I'm a mom of three. So I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old and a Mm -hmm. three-year-old. So when my six-year-old, who's now almost seven, when she was only a few months old, she kept coming down with a cold and Mm -hmm. she was in daycare and up throughout the night coughing. And just like every other new mom, I Wanted to make sure that she was supported, but I didn't want to be running to the doctor with every little cough and sniffle. But I feel like when you're a new mom, you're like hypersensitive. Where now it's like my third kid coughs, and I'm like, "Oh, you're fine," <laughs> you know. So that sensitivity definitely dwindles. But um, you know, it was actually just wanting to care for my daughter and my one of my childhood friends. Actually, she lives in Utah. I'm in Nevada reached out to me and she's like, "Hey, have you ever heard of essential oils?" I had actually done a Facebook post, which again, this this attributes the power of social media, right? Cuz she's in Utah, I'm in Nevada. We had a long-standing relationship and I probably blew her off three or four times throughout my pregnancy with my daughter. Um, you know, her kind of giving me nudges about essential oils and just kind of being like, "No, I don't need those. I'm good." But when it came to my daughter, it felt a little bit more external and you know, I wanted to care for her. So I was open finally. And I guess that's a testament to anyone who's on here, who's reached out to a friend or, you know, maybe a, a childhood friend or an acquaintance or somebody who's kind of blowing them off. Like don't take a personal and definitely don't give up on them. Um, but I went to actually a diamond club class that was being taught here in Reno where I'm from. And I sat through that class and I just felt like, how are these essential oils, how have they existed? And I've never heard of them because for me, my mom is a, was a pediatric nurse. She's now an oncology nurse. So I grew up totally Western medicine. And so I, um, took a little A to Z guide home and was flipping through it. And I was, I was, I think skeptical. I think most people are when they first learn about the medicinal properties of essential oils and how powerful they are. Yeah. And I remember flipping through the book and like reading things like athlete's foot and like what essential oils can help with that. Like that's so crazy. Everything from like, you know, breakouts to sore throats to major things. Right. And so my first gut intuition was like, oh my gosh, at at that time we had the diamond kit. And I was like, I need everything. (laughs) And (laughs) my husband is a very conservative CPA. And he's like, I don't think so. (laughs) So (laughs) our balance was I enrolled with the home essentials kit. And truly what I looked at was, so I'd never used essential oils before. And doTERRA actually has a 90% money back guarantee. So within the first 30 days. So you can crack open your bottles and get 90% of your money back, which most people don't know. And so I was kind of bound and determined to prove it to my husband that these oils worked. And so I just carried them with me everywhere. And actually when it came to the business, my girlfriend, um, at the time I was managing a bank, I was a operations manager, kind of one of the highest VP of this bank. And when she mentioned the business, I was like, Oh God, no, like I am not doing network marketing. I have my college degree. You know, you just have these preconceived notions of what direct sales is and network marketing. And so I totally pushed her off. But then what I realized is number one, these oils work. So my daughter came down with another cold. I put um, a little bit of frankincense and breathe with coconut oil on her chest. And for the first time ever, she literally went back to sleep for the rest of the night. Now, if you're a new mom and you have a brand new baby and they're not sleeping through the night and then they sleep through the night, you know that that feels like a gift from God.
0: Absolutely. You got like
1: six hours of sleep, right?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So I remember waking up the next day and just feeling such an immense, like, just message on my heart is the only way I can explain it of like you need to tell other people about these. Like these are safe, they're effective, they they empower you at home. You're not running to somebody else to solve something. And so um I just and naturally when I find something that it works for me, I share it. Like that's just, I want everyone to benefit from whether it's, you know, a lifestyle or dietary plan or something that I'm consuming or wearing. I'm just, that's like my personality. So if you feel like you're a little bit influential in your life, in your circle, this is a really good opportunity for you to like spread your wings because truly what I love about doTERRA is there's no specific demographic that we're tapping into, right? Like I have friends who do beach body and really their demographic is like normally moms but like women aged 20 to you know early 40s, right? Like mm-hmm. very yeah. few men jump into beach body. Um so like but when you look at doTERRA oils, anyone from a brand new baby to an elderly person can benefit from this. If you have animals or horses, they can benefit from them. So like your demographic is wide open which I love because it means that you're limitless with this yeah. business, you know? Yeah. So. And, and
0: everyone's, everyone's welcome at the table, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's no, uh, and I, I, that's true. I mean, typically husbands are skeptical though. And yeah. I was, I was one of those skeptical husbands. So I can relate. I'm sure yeah. he's very thankful that you tried to pr- needed to prove it to him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is he is he still a CPA now or is he working the business with you? Um curious. he's
1: my CPA now. So he, he works <laughs> for me. Your personal
0: CPA. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we run two businesses. We have our doTERRA business and then we have One Drop which is our essential oil image business, our digital yes. business. Um so he does all the books for all that stuff. But really, I mean, it took him almost a year though. Like if you're on here and your your wife and your husband's skeptical, it honestly took my husband about a year to understand a, the power of essential oils. So like using them, him having his own experiences with the oils. And also I brought him to convention. So I went to my first convention as like an elite. I was brand spanking new, um, super green to what doTERRA is fell in love with the company, the co-impact sourcing, the healing hands, The just the mission and the heart of the company. And then the next year I came back as a diamond and I brought him with me. And really, you can express till you're green in the face what doTERRA is as a company, but when somebody sits there and they watch our co-impact sourcing stories, they hear Emily talk about why this is important, they really can understand why it's important to you. So needless to say, he's been on board ever since.
0: (laughs) Again, you were persistent with him, just like you were persistent. The The woman that enrolled you from Utah is probably really yeah. thankful she enrolled you. Yeah. Uh, but she was also persistent with you. You were a yeah. little bit stubborn. Sometimes the, the most stubborn people, the most skeptical people, mm-hmm. can turn that right around, right? And become yeah. one of the most uh, biggest believers in it.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's... Um, one thing that I always tell my upline is the biggest gift that she did for me was not give up on me because truly like she asked me, I mean, again, just social media and the transparency behind it, but I would post about like my heartburn throughout my pregnancy and, and just like the nerves around giving birth and all this stuff. And she would constantly be like, Hey, have you tried essential oils? And you know, and it wasn't um a purposeful like blow off. It was just like, Oh yeah, I should look into them. But there was never any pressure from her. And for me, that was exactly what I needed, you know, like you kind of just have to wait be consistent, but wait for that door to open. Cause this is the thing is people have life changes roughly every three to six months. Mm -hmm. So whether it's a job change, whether it's a family change, whether it's a health change, there's always something that shifts within our lives every three to six months. So if you're consistently showing up, consistently teaching, consistently following up, consistently offering, you know, to sample them or to share with them, then truly at some point they're going to be open. But it's yeah. the people who who get told no once and they're like, oh, okay, never mind. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they give up. Yeah. Totally. And then you find out two years later, oh, they're diamond, blue diamond, and you're yeah. like, oh, great. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to just talk to the community here, uh, yeah. everyone that's an attendee. Uh, if you all want to go ahead and start posting your questions in here, Um, again, Keely, we've got, um, people of all ages on, but, um, Mm -hmm. what this millennial mastermind is, is for, um, those that are in their twenties and thirties primarily who Mm -hmm. are, we have a lot of people I've noticed in the last year or so, a lot, some of them probably inspired by you, um, who are enrolling five, six, eight, uh, people, some people are tagging up and teaming up and, and have, um. Uh, an Instagram together, yeah. But Instagram seems to work so well. Mm-hmm. What was it about about Instagram for you that that you think clicked with you? What, what's what what was it for you that made you say oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a try? Why, why did you think it would work, or did you? Um,
1: you know, I did. There's a few different reasons. The first reason, and the most important, is I love it. Like I love the platform. I love being on the platform. I think if there's a platform that you're like, oh, I hate being on there because i mean, between you guys and me, like Facebook for me is just a pit. <laughs> like I hate yeah. getting on Facebook. I know it's valuable for groups and community, but literally it just feels like a vortex that when I jump into it, I'm like <laughs> just scraping to get myself out of it. But for me, Instagram just felt like a creative outlet. So like what Instagram is versus Facebook, Instagram's really more of like mini blog posts, right? Like mm-hmm. you're taking a picture, you're sharing you're sharing some type of story or content underneath that picture, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to look at Instagram as you are constantly funneling value out regardless of what you're getting back. Now, this is... Um, one thing that I just, I loved just supporting people, you know, at first it started with, with the people on my team. And then it started with people who, you know, perfect strangers. And a lot of it was just creating community there. So Instagram, social media in general is the, the main goal of it is to create community conversations and connection. Right. Mm. And so if you're only there to be self-serving, if you're only there to like, Hey, I need to get enrollments. I need to, I need to only bring in new people, then you're going to get frustrated and you're going to throw on the towel and it's not going to be fun. So Mm. if you go in with the attitude of like, Hey, I'm just here to educate and add value in my niche market, um, then you're going to get a ton out of it. And I mean, a ton out of it in the regards of personal enrollments of community of, you know, people surrounding you when maybe you need support, um, of just, just creating a group of like-minded people. So a lot of times I get, um, kind of the same question that it looks like Tess is asking is like, how do you actually grow your Instagram without purchasing? Cause this Purchasing followers was never a thing when I first started. Keep in mind, when I first started, there was no algorithm. It was super organic. You followed somebody. If they posted, it showed up in your feed. There was no business accounts. There, were, Everybody's account was the same. It was like the same six filters. Like This is like <laughs> OG days, okay, guys? <laughs> like the Polaroid picture. Maybe some of you guys remember it. I remember
0: it, it. yes. Um, so I was like, what is this? I'm, I'm
1: gonna I might it. be dating myself. Some of you are 20-year-olds. are probably like, what is she talking about? <laughs>
0: but Polaroids are coming back. Totally,
1: It's cool. true. It's very true. So when it comes to organic growth, the biggest thing is number one, you have to always add value. So like, um, somebody who talks about growing a business in general is Gary V now he's a little crass. I'll tell you guys that, but he definitely puts out a ton of great content with literally zero ask. So think about what value you're putting into your audience. The biggest thing behind that is who are you talking to? Like you on social media, you have to keep in mind on Instagram specifically, there's over a billion users on Instagram, a billion. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to cast a wide net, you're literally going to catch nobody. So Mm -hmm. one thing that I, um, I've walked my team through is understand who is your avatar? Like who is your ideal client? Who's that person you are talking to? Because if you know who you're talking to, when you're, when you're writing your post, it's going to have a heart connection with that person. So for me, most of the time, my ideal client is a mom. She Mm -hmm. has kids at home. She's, she leads a busy life. She likes to to have some type of like side hustle. She likes to make good money. You know, that's my ideal client because normally your ideal client is the you of like two or three years ago, right? So (laughs) you're basically guiding that person down the same path that you've already walked down. So you're putting out really awesome client to, or really awesome content to your ideal client. Okay.
0: Can I stop you there for one second? Yeah. So when you said writing your posts, walk me through kind of your mentality as you're deciding, okay, it, like, is it a daily thing? Would mm-hmm. you wake up in the morning and say, okay, I want to write a post and do you write it on your desktop first? Do you type it into your phone? Like what's your, your process? If you don't mind me asking.
1: No, I don't mind at all. Um, I don't use it. You can use a desktop. I use, so I use an app called preview. Mm-hmm. There's a, quite a few different, this is specific for Instagram, but there's quite a few different, um, like templated apps that you can go in and pre-write out your content if you want to. Um, Mm -hmm. Preview is one. There's Plan, P-L-A-N-N is one. Mm -hmm. Um, There's an app called Planily is another one. Um, Mm -hmm. There's another one called Later. So these are all very, very similar. Um, It Mm -hmm. just kind of depends on your aesthetics and what you like. But these are apps where you can go in. So I go in every Sunday and I kind of pick a theme for the week, right? Mm -hmm. And so say the theme for that week is like essential oils and pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And so I always look to post at least once a day. So you're looking for seven posts, right? Mm -hmm. And so my process is, is I actually jump into one drop. So if you guys aren't familiar, one drop designs is a a company that I'm, I'm co-owner of that is a massive library of awesome photos and graphics and content that's already done for you. So I'll jump into one drop and I'll download oil pictures. I'll download graphics. I'll download the content that I need. Um, to put onto my social media. So I'll take the content from OneDrop. I'll normally put it into Canva. If you're not mm-hmm. using Canva, that's an awesome free marketing tool. Yes. Um, so I'll go into Canva. I'll put my, my logo on it because I like my things to be branded to me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll upload those into Preview. Mm-hmm. So Preview is free on your phone. It, you do have to pay for it if you want to use it on a desktop. Um, so it's totally up to you, but I'll upload those into preview and then I'll type out my content. Um, I at least make sure I have, I call it my grid. So I at least make sure I have my grid laid out for the week because then that takes a lot of the brain power out of creating content, right? So if you already know what photos you're going to post, maybe you're not feeling super inspired to write the actual post underneath it. But if you know, okay, today I'm going to talk all about, you know, our calmer blend for newborn babies. So you already have your picture ready and you can jump into preview, type it up real quick and post it. Or if you're super organized, which sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not, um, you can sit down and you can time block it. So you can take like an hour and just crunch out content for the whole week and you can have it posting throughout the week where it's already done. So yeah, when I, when I think about typing out your content though, um, your content actually really needs to connect to your reader. Okay. So like you don't want to just type up something like commerce, a great blend for a fussy baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like that, A, that's a statement and that's great. But like, does that connect to your heart? Does that actually pull you, you know, versus if I were to say, you know, last night I had my three-year-old up fussy again Not being able to sleep well, I could tell something was bothering her. So I grabbed the Calmer Roller Bottle Blend. I rubbed it on my chest, so when I was holding her tight, she Mm. was inhaling the aroma. And I rubbed it up and down her spine, so she got all of the benefits from the Roman chamomile in it and the lavender in it to help soothe her little body as I rocked her to sleep. Have you ever used essential oils for your sweet baby? Mm. Like, do you feel the difference between the two posts? Like every post should walk people through a story and then it should ask a question at the end. So you're basically telling the reader, here's your next step. Respond to me because again, that's, this is the algorithm working. Mm -hmm. So when somebody responds to you, Mm -hmm. then it starts to boost you into the algorithm where people will start to actually see your content. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to keep this as summarized as possible. I have, if you guys really want to dive deep into social media, I actually have a four-part training. Mm-hmm. Each training is, is an hour. There's an ebook with every training on OneDrop. They're premium items. So you can go in and, and purchase those one at a time. But literally, I walk you through every step of this um, just to make sure you have the process dialed in and to shorten your learning curve.
0: Why don't we go ahead and give everyone the link? At yeah. Or- we can type it into the chat room. Yeah. Um, go ahead and, and uh, tell us what the, what the link um, is or we put it in the chat. I think this is the right one. Let me make sure. Yeah. Val says, I love one drop. It made my life so much easier. And yeah, I've noticed Val Petty has been Val and Jennifer were actually the first people that uh, turned me on to your Instagram and yeah. uh, Jennifer Hawkins and they They just really love what you're doing. So there's the link. Okay.
1: So it's a Bitly link and that just pulls you to every single training that I've done. Um, but it's all through one drop and you know, this, this building on social media, like I have never purchased a follower. I have never, um, bought like you can buy likes, you can buy comments. It's really weird to me, (laughs) but you don't get organic growth, nor do you get actual results from that. So just try not don't waste your money on stuff like that. Um, But in that training, I literally walk you through like, how do you work with influencers? How do you reach out to them? How do you connect in with them? How do you leverage their audience who already knows likes and trust them to then turn around and talk about your product and to tag you in stories or a post How do you do that without technically spending a ton of money, right? So I walk you through that process. Um, There's also ways of utilizing hashtags. So like if you're not using hashtags in Instagram, hashtags are basically your search engine. It's like your Google Mm -hmm. of Instagram. So you should be utilizing hashtags on Instagram.
0: Um, So Um, uh, just back to this here. So Tessa's question was, how do you grow your Instagram follows with real people? And you kind of shared about that. Mm -hmm. How do you increase engagement on your stories and posts? Uh, Because the way you you tell a story, your format is you tell a story and then you engage and ask questions and you do that on a consistent seven days a week. Do you do stories, one story or a series of stories as well? And do you do those at the same time, like on Sundays, or is that a a daily thing that you do separate from your posts? It's um, some questions in there, I see. So
1: no, you're all good. Let me just try to. I think I just only sent you the link. Let me know if that oh.
0: comes for you guys. Oh, it went to all panelists. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now it now it um, went to all everybody. Yeah.
1: So as far as stories are concerned, you should be doing at least six stories a day. Now, if you don't like being showing your face and, um, letting people see you, you're going to have to get comfortable with it. This is the thing stories allow people to fall in love with you. Truly. Mm -hmm. Like they allow, they allow people to see that behind the scenes. This is why, like, silly things like reality TV are always like a hit because people want to see behind the scenes. They want to know who you are. They want to feel like they know you and they're kind of a part of like your inner circle. I will tell you any convention or leadership or dotary that I go to, I always have people come up to me talking to me like we've been lifelong friends and I don't even know who they are. They're like, I'm sorry, this might be weird, but like I watch your stories all the time. And you know, it's, what's cool about that is literally, Literally, it allows people to kind of get a glimpse inside your home, inside, you know, your life and you don't have to share everything. I know some women are a little bit more protective over their kids or over, you know, certain aspects. You don't have to share everything, but truly stories allow people to see behind the scenes. Um, so Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, six stories, each story is 15 seconds long. So it's literally a minute and a half of your life if that's all you want to do. So,
0: <laughs> so um, I, I, one yeah. thing I noticed about you, and this is why I feel like I know you, mm-hmm. um, and I connected with you uh, because you you started posting, I didn't notice this, but you started posting some some Bible scripts Our team is called Faithful Wellness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, is that, is that something I noticed you started sharing that? Do you have, do you ever get any pushback on that? I get pushback all the time. Feel more endeared to you. Do you? Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, and it's, it's interesting. I actually will say not so much pushback on the scriptures or on faith and stuff. Um, I actually get a lot more people who are like, just thank you. Thank you for sharing this part of your life. Thank you for sharing your faith. Thank you for sharing how you're learning. Um, I was raised in a Christian house, but definitely was not like a super hyper focus for me. And um, just lately, it feels like there's a little bit of a spiritual war going on. So no I've been lean a little bit more into my faith. Um, but I think that what hopefully I encourage people to do is just to kind of showcase other aspects of their life too, because it's, you don't also want to turn your Instagram just into a doTERRA catalog. Like that Mm. is very dry. There's not a lot of substance behind that. And so when somebody comes across my social media, what I hope they see is that I'm a mom that I love natural wellness and essential oils. I love moving my body and, you know, fitness I love making sure that I'm taking care of my body. I love, you know, Jesus and, and scripture and faith, and I'm willing to be vulnerable with walking through things. Like I went through skin cancer a few years ago. And so like just sharing these sides of my stories, again, it allows people to get to know me as an individual, not just as a doTERRA person.
0: Yeah.
1: And so when it comes to them finally getting started with doTERRA, I mean, I'll tell you, most of my people who enroll with me have been following me for like three, six months, you know, nine months, a year before they're finally ready to pull the trigger. But why it's a no brainer that they enroll with me is because they know me and it's not just doTERRA oils, but it's like, Oh, I know what your kids' names are. And I know, like, I know what you had for lunch yesterday. Like, (laughs) I mean, it's a little bit of a different world, but truly you also have to be okay with getting some type of pushback. Like you might post about essential oils and somebody might think that they're witch oils or snake oils and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, they give you that negative feedback. And, you know, I would say it definitely took me some, a couple years to realize that like I'm okay to stand in my truth. Mm -hmm. And that's what I hope for, you know, if you take nothing else from this is that, you are here for a purpose. These oils were placed in your hand for a purpose. And you sharing your voice and your story online, it doesn't mean that everybody is going to be your people, and that's okay. Um, and there's going to be haters out there, and that's okay. But there's also going to be people who you literally changed their whole life. Like yeah. I have blue diamond leaders on my team who are stay at home moms who are now multiple six figure earners because I started sharing doTERRA, you know? Yeah. So, like, it's huge. Yeah.
0: So worthwhile o- overcomes all of that. So totally. listen, I want to, I want to give people here a chance to talk. So if you want to talk and ask a question, raise your hand, but I want to go to the questions yeah. in here and make sure that we, um, uh, so re- yeah, raise your hand if you want to say something and then, then I'll, uh, turn on your, your microphone. Okay. But, um, Okay. So Tess asked that question, but she also said, how do you enroll those people who are on a budget and can't afford LRP?
1: Well, um, when it comes to LRP, so enrolling from social media is another learning curve. Mm -hmm. Do not fire hose people. Okay. Like if somebody's like, "Hey, I'm interested in essential oils. I used to literally send people like 15 paragraphs of why they needed them, what all the kits were. Here's all your options. Here's all your perks, all the things. Don't do that. Seriously. This is all I do. When somebody messages me and they're like, Hey, I'm interested in essential oils. My only response now is awesome. I would love to help you get started. Tell me why you're looking into essential oils. That's it. Because if they turn around and they're like, oh, my baby's fussy, you know, with this, or I'm not sleeping well, or I have wicked anxiety, or this is what's going on. Guess what then I can do? I can turn around and correlate their pain point to, I literally normally pick two kits. Like here's these two options, pick which one best fits your budget. Mm -hmm. And that's my whole conversation. Like it's, I don't overthink it, which I used to do so much.
0: Is it all on DM? It's all DM mm -hmm. then. Until after they enroll, do you have a a 30 minute call with them and get started? Yep.
1: Yeah. So once they enroll, then I send them out my welcome email series. And in there I use um, a website called Calendly. So it's a calendar, but Calendly to book out calls with my new enrollments. So I do 30 minute welcome calls. And my membership overviews are so simple. Again, this is a process that I had to learn the hard way. But it literally is because you're enrolling somebody completely, you know, stranger from online, they obviously didn't sit in a class with you. They obviously told you at one point what their pain point was. But when I book a call with them, I see they're on the on the phone or via Zoom, but I get on the call with them and my conversation is, okay, so tell me why you got started with oils. Mm -hmm. And then they tell me their story. They break it down for me. What I'm doing during that time is I'm listening to their pain points. Okay. So when you're listening to their pain points, my next comment is I can literally talk to you for hours about essential oils, but I want to make sure your questions are answered. Okay. So Mm -hmm. some people have their list of questions and they go through it. Other people get completely like, kind of like deer in the headlights, like, oh shoot, I did not (laughs) know I need to have questions ready. I'm so sorry. And if somebody's like that, then I'm like, oh, it's fine. Let's just go through your kit then. So Mm -hmm. I go through their kit with them and like, okay, this is how you'll use lavender. This is how you'll use frankincense. So I literally just break down like two or three different ways they can start to use their oils. Mm -hmm. And then as we're going through that, I'm pulling their pain points, right? So if you're telling me you're not sleeping through the night and you started with like, I don't know the um, smallest kit, right? The five mL bottles, the Healthy Start kit. So if you start yep. with that kit, then I can tell you, okay, start with frankincense and lavender, and put a drop of each on your chest and on your feet at night, and a couple drops in your diffuser. Mm-hmm. On top of that, we have some awesome supplements that you can start to take too. Serenity soft gels are great for sleeping. Adaptive soft gels are great for sleeping. You know, so I'm I'm giving them recommendations outside of their kit. Mm -hmm. For their pain point. Now, listen, this is the thing is, if you are touching on their pain point, they're going to be paying attention. If I'm just telling them like, oh, you should get on LLV because it's so great. Well, Mm -hmm. if I'm not correlating it back to their issues, then do you care? Because I know I don't.
0: Right. No. Right.
1: So, and through that, so then we go through their questions and their pain points. And then at the end of my membership overview I just tell them, I say, okay, so I want to make sure you're getting the most out of your membership. So you actually got a wholesale membership for a full year with doTERRA, which means that you can buy whenever you want at 25% off. Or you can opt into our rewards program that basically gives you free rewards every time you order, if you're going to be ordering monthly. Now, through this previous conversation, we talked about the lifelong vitality pack and how much that'll help with your energy and sleeping. This is through the rewards program is the best way to purchase these supplements. So I basically, do you see how I'm guiding them through? Yes. Yes. Um, And on top of that, when somebody's on a tight budget, then I start to talk about redirecting spending because you're probably buying laundry detergent anyways. You're probably buying toothpaste. You're probably buying hand soap. You're probably buying face wash. Like These are all things that people are naturally purchasing anyways. So we can start with redirecting some of that spending to a cleaner option for your family.
0: Yeah, that's so good. It's so natural and you're speaking their language. You're not pushing anything on them, you're, you're literally looking out for their best interest. Yeah, That's really good. There's so many questions here. I want to get to these. Yeah. Uh, Becky and Jennifer both sort of asked the same thing. Uh, Jennifer, I know has worked on her niche. She has a great Instagram and um, she's improving all of her graphics and, and all of that. What frequency do you suggest for posts, lives and stories if you're pushing to grow your followers fast? And I want to add on to that. You kind of already said seven posts a day, but what would those Seven posts look like you said. There's hardly ever an ask from Gary V, for example. Yeah. So, what do you have a strategy for what you post? And then, of course, uh, you've already sort of touched on frequency. But how well, do you it's, decide?
1: It's seven posts a week. Seven posts seven a day. Posts
0: a week. week. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, seven posts. <laughs> yeah, a week no, already.
1: no. Um, you know, I would do max of two posts. Anything more than that, you're going to actually inundate your followers but this is the thing I would do your posts and I would actually do more heavy lifting in your stories or in a live. So like, think about it this way. If you're doing, you know, 10 to 15 stories throughout the day and you're talking about essential oils, tips and tricks, and then you're doing a a live, like every other day, whether it's like a mini class or a mini breakdown of something, basically you're increasing your touches on your, on your audience. Right. And mm-hmm. so with social media, it used to be like eight to 12 touches would normally um, complete a sale, right? From yeah, something yeah. brand spanking new to them actually purchasing from you. What used to be eight to 10 touches, but with how much that we are consuming currently with social media it now is it around 20 to 30 touches, which may seem high, But if you're doing a post today and you're doing stories and they're watching your stories and you're doing a live and they're catching your live, you can truly capture somebody within a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. It just depends on the content that you're putting out. Now I follow what I call like an 80 20 rule, which means 80% of my posts are just adding value no matter what, right? I'm engaging with you. I'm, I'm sharing a blend I'm using. I'm sharing a diffuser blend. I'm sharing, you know, maybe a concoction for ailments I'm sharing my lifestyle, so I'm I'm constantly putting out value. The 20% is me showing you how to get started because the last thing you want is for somebody to be following you, learn all about doTERRA oils and be like, well, I don't know how to buy these. I'm just going to go to Amazon, which is most people's default, right? Like, I
0: know. Yeah. And that's
1: like our nightmare. So if you're not showing people like, hey, this is how you get started with doTERRA, then they're not going to know. Yeah. Be- Sometimes I feel like when we're so deep into doTERRA, we're like, well, yeah, of course you enroll with a person and you, you pick the person you enroll with. And, you know, we know all the things, but you have to keep in mind that most people don't understand that. And so you do have to do an ask. And that's where I would put up, you know, like we have starter kit stories in one drop that you can put those into your stories where Mm -hmm. you can easily say, Hey, contact me. If you want to get started, here's our starter kits. Here's our promotion for this month. This is how Mm -hmm. awesome Immortelle is for this month. Like, Mm -hmm. so you're really showcasing the value of how to get started. Um, you're also showcasing the value of, of what they get when they get started with you. I mean, your guys's team is, is a massive team where you're able to welcome them into things like this. Like these are added perks that are exclusive. And so Mm -hmm. again, these are things that you and your team get to offer, of, you know, not only will you be welcomed in and get a free 30 minute consult with me, but you'll also get access to our free education, continuing education, you know, our leadership community, if that's something you're interested in guidance with that. And so I feel like if you just alleviate the confusion for your customers, for your audience, then it makes it really easy for them to make the decision to jump in. But again, it is that ask and you know, it just, uh, I wouldn't you know, some months I enroll 30 people, other months I'll enroll 10 people. It just really depends on like the ebbs and flows of what's going on with other people's lives. But for me, my biggest, I guess, message is just stay consistent. I've been on Mm -hmm. social media for six years and I still find things to that inspire me to share.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. So the 80, 20 would look something like, uh, let's say if you, would you say if you had 10 to 20 stories. Uh, two to three uh, of those stories would be an ask, so mm-hmm. to speak, or a how, yeah, okay. So, and it's out of your posts, one out of the seven would be yeah. an ask? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, Brianna says, uh, will, uh, will our page get a lot less attention if we take off on the weekends? We currently post every day, but with summer coming, it seems like our engagement has been less on the weekends.
1: I mean, weekends are always lower. No matter like just knowing the statistical history, um, of, I would say Saturday mornings are typically high, but then like Saturday evening and Sundays are a little bit quieter. I think people tend to, you know, they're outside, they're with their family, but maybe on the weekends is when you post something that's a little bit more personal to you. Like, you know, maybe it's a spiritual quote or maybe it's, you know, um, your lifestyle, or maybe it's, it's something else that you're interested in and you're, you're loving, like this is where you have to add in dimension into your social media. So like, say you love doing yoga and that's something that, that you personally, it's your hobby. It's what you do every day. It's, you know, how you stay centered and grounded. Well, maybe your posts are about essential oils, but every Sunday it's like a yoga breakdown I also Mm. really love utilizing, um, in stories, uh, Instagram has a question box that like I'll do Sunday Q and A's and that actually heightens my engagement because people are like, Oh, she's letting me ask her a question. Yeah. So use the, use the like poll buttons and the sticker buttons that, that Instagram has in there. If you start using what they're giving you, it'll boost you in the algorithm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's really good. I love yeah. that. Good advice. Janae says this, um, how do you work from home and parent your children? I have ages three and five and I'm regularly interrupted. So you're not getting interrupted right now at all. And you have three little littles, but no, because probably- I
1: basically told my husband, you need to take the kids somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you have littles, a give yourself grace, which hopefully you already know that, but Um, you just have to be flexible with yourself, but I will say I've built my whole business with having babies at my feet. Right. So a lot of that is time blocking and figuring out when can you have time that's uninterrupted. So when my kids were little and I, I couldn't afford to have help at my house, or it was just me with my babies. I would basically look at the schedule I have and like three to five, so your three-year-old may still nap, your five-year-old probably doesn't, but maybe can sit and do some quiet time, right? And so I would say, look at the time gaps that you can grab. If it's during the day, if not, you have to wake up early and get it. Like I used to wake up at 5am and knock out between 5am and 6am an hours worth of content and hours worth of stuff, or you stay up late. Like I've gone from both spectrums you know, like I've stayed up until one or two in the morning because it's quiet and my kids are sleeping and I know I'm not going to be interrupted. So I think it's grabbing those time blocks. Another thing you have to do is just have open communication with your spouse. So like, Mm -hmm. this is really important to me because my husband would come home and like, if dishes were still in the sink or the, the house wasn't picked up, he'd be like, well, what'd you do? I'm like, I'm working. Like, you don't understand. Like, this is not just like, I'm not just hanging out at home, kicking it on the couch. Like, I'm trying to work and take care of the babies. And so we did, we had to have a critical conversation around this is still a job when I am trying to put my time and effort into this. And, and the nice thing with that is then he understood where he had to help me, right? Like him coming home and maybe throwing the dishes into the dishwasher or him taking the kids like right now, running them, you know, taking them to the park or doing something with them to keep them busy. So they're not barging in here screaming. Um, so open communication, um, or, If you have a friend who has little ones, like doing, I have a girlfriend whose kids are the same age as mine. And basically what we used to do is I would take her daughter on Tuesdays and Thursdays. She would take my daughter on Mondays and Wednesdays. And so we'd swap. And it didn't cost us anything. Our kids could play. They're the same age. So it was really easy. Her and I are the same kind of OCD. So it's really easy. So um, you just have to get a little bit creative.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Do you hear that, Janae? I know Mike is a big supporter, so I know that's not a problem. So there is hope. Give yourself grace. Um, Tess asks, how do you get people who aren't in your friend group to find you on Instagram? Is that from boosting your algorithms, like you said, or is there more to it?
1: So I'm assuming you mean like my like my warm market, my friends on um, social media? People you know
0: personally, yeah. Yeah, probably. so... Mm-hmm.
1: Growth wise, you can do a few things. You can do a giveaway. So like having your friends tag their friends. Like, again, you're kind of looking at like whose warm market can you tap into? Right. So you can do a giveaway, like, Hey, tag three of your friends who don't follow me. Make sure you put that in the instructions. They cannot currently follow me. Right. You can do a group giveaway so you can team up. Maybe you have a friend who sells, you know, homemade baby clothes. Maybe you have a friend who does another network marketing business. That's not a direct competitor of doTERRA. So Mm -hmm. you can do like a group giveaway. Um, -hmm. you can also look at influencers so you can leverage that. That's kind of a much more in-depth strategy that, um, I don't really have time to dive into, but you can do that. You can look at going into other social media platforms that have like a similar type of audience. You can, um, look at their followers and you can follow them because obviously they get an alert that says, Hey, Keely Martinez wants to follow you. Mm -hmm. Um, now you have to just keep in mind with that. Instagram can think that you're, you're spamming people. So you have to be a little cautious with that because your account can get flagged. Um, but you can also go into hashtags, say there's like, you know, say you have a specific hashtag that, that is meaningful to you or, you know, like yoga, you can go in and you can follow people who follow that hashtag or look at accounts that follow that hashtag. Um, so as far as getting people who are complete strangers to quote unquote, follow me, it's, you know, giveaways, adding value, um, leveraging other people's audiences and, you know, you can do things like follow for follows.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot more that they can learn in, uh, and in the bitly link that you shared. And I'll yeah. make sure to share that link with everyone after this call as well. Yeah. So that as a matter of fact, I should go grab that right now. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, there it is. Um, so I have one question for me and then uh, one more from Tara. Okay. Um, My question is really on the strategic side. So you're uh, you've obviously been very successful. Um, You built a presidential diamond business with your 10, it's obvious, you know, 10 to 30 enrollments a month. Sure. Of course you could probably build that, that um, pretty quickly, but how did you decide where to place people? How did you strategize your maybe your six legs and and mm. what was your just you know I know we don't have a lot of time but I thought I would yeah that's I'm so curious about that
1: yeah so I didn't know to move people for the first two months of my business so I actually had like 30 people across <laughs> my front line
0: yeah I've been there yeah you know, raise your hand tell us if say yes if you guys have been there.
1: Yeah. Those, that moment where you're like, shoot, I probably should move these people somewhere. I think that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Like <laughs> right, right. Okay. it's fine. Um, you know, what's interesting about that though, is that actually out of those people, I ended up having seven people pop. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, a blessing in disguise. Right. Um, I actually, what I made sure to do right out of the gates was make sure that I was doing my membership overviews because Mm -hmm. it is one thing to enroll somebody. It is like getting that enrollment email is like that, you know, exciting, quick kind of hit of like, yes, I, you know, I enrolled these people and they're perfect strangers. And, Um, but my true lock-in is getting that membership overview and showing people how to change their lifestyle. Right. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so at the end of every membership overview, I always have told people and continue to tell people, Hey, if you want to get your oils paid for, I can show you how to do what I do. Mm -hmm. And that truly that found me my first four builders within the first six months of building my business. Mm -hmm. And that's how I was able to hit diamond in 12 months. And then, and it took me a while to figure out, you know, who did I want to go blue with? Um, So I hit diamond in 12 months, hit blue in three years, and then hit presidential um, six months later after we hit Mm -hmm. blue and have sustained presidential ever since. Mm -hmm. And so I think behind that is you have to have a really clean process of, how are you onboarding people? How are you bringing people into your organization? How are you, um, helping people to do the business? I mean, we have so many tools and trainings now. Um, I created my own training called the fundamentals that basically takes the first six months of my business. And that's how I onboard my new builders. Um, so it really outlines exactly step-by-step what I've done to build this business. Cause I, my business was grown on social media, but truly like my four qualifiers that I hit diamond with are all here in Reno. So I always looked at it as like a one, two punch. Like mm-hmm. if I can teach local classes and connect with my community and do social media, then I'm leveraging both aspects of being able to build my business. And so that's what I've always done.
0: Mm-hmm. And not, your people aren't all Instagram Mm-mm. people, right? No.
1: No, I have a few really amazing rock stars. I actually have an incredible Australian team. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, this kind of goes into the laws of attraction too. Like I have a mindset training, but like my, you can attract incredible people into your business, but you have to be intentional about it. So like I walk people through, you know, a lot of these trainings I do for my team, I just end up putting them onto one drop. So if anyone else wants to do them, they can, but like, I walk my team through, like, how do you focus on your ideal leader? Like your, your true business partner and who you want to partner with in this and who you want to work with and how do you find them in a world of billions of people? How do you yeah. find them? And it's so interesting. Cause when I, when I was kind of testing this, I wrote out this description of this woman and literally my Australian leader enrolled with me the next month and she's a diamond in Australia and she has a blue diamond underneath her and like her team is complete fire. And Mm -hmm. so like you can attract really amazing people into your business, but you have to know the skill set behind the mindset work and you can create some magic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother call. But you're saying that a lot of your trainings we can find in the one drop
1: Yeah. So that bit.ly link, any training, any business training that I do, I put into that bit.ly link. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of a little hub for me and my business trainings and, um, yeah, you can get full access to my create eBooks. It's an hour long training with me walks you through, you know, it's more, obviously more focused on that topic and it just walks you through how I've done what I've done. So Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. Well, this is phenomenal. Um, I want to be conscious of your time. Your kiddos are probably coming back. Um, but, uh, we have been, uh, hugely blessed. Um, I'm just so thankful that you took the time uh, with us, Keely. You, you've been super gracious to take time out, um, with us. I'm going to be sharing this with our entire, uh, faithful wellness team after we're done. Thank you for everyone's questions. Um, you know we are seeing some nice comments here i think everyone was a little shy to to raise their hand though we got to get, <laughs> get some boldness going guys but um but i'm super grateful um yeah. that uh, that everyone showed up and that you took the time um yeah. so um follow you at um uh essentially obsessed yep. on instagram yeah uh, every, everyone needs to to definitely follow you any any final words or bits of advice um for all of us before we finish?
1: No, I think the biggest thing is, is like find things that can leverage your time. So that way you can stay in your zone of genius. This is actually one of the biggest reasons why I co-created OneDrop was, I don't want you spending hours taking photos and making graphics. Like I want you to be able to have something that's eye-catching and beautiful where your readers are gonna slow their scroll and they're gonna like, Mm -hmm. oh, what is this? but more so that it gives your voice a platform to say, hey, this is my story and this is why it matters yeah. because that's what's going to capture your audience. That's what's going to add value. And so just make sure you're conscious of your time and what you're putting your effort and energy into. But social media can be the coolest place. It can attract the most incredible people into your life. Um, just don't let it consume you.
0: Yeah, that's good. Let Make sure your heart comes first and you're shining through and authentically yeah. as possible. Um, and eventually it will, um, and as long as you stay consistent and, uh, continue to believe and, um, yeah. be, be, uh, be positive about what, what is possible. Um, yeah. anyway, so good talking with you, Keely. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I'm really appreciative.
1: You're so welcome. Okay. All right, guys. Welcome and thank right. you on social media and until the next one.
0: You bet. Bless you. Okay. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to The Courage Cast today. Please join us in the Courageous Community at CourageousCommunity.com. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, please write a quick rating and review.